So uh, Governor T-Mac calls for a carbon cap. Trust me, that's not good for you. It's not good for you. Democrat governor race tightens. And a local dance recital becomes an avenue to spout liberalism. That is next. Virginia Citizens, American Patriots. Radio is the Founding Fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. Beware of the storms that are headed our way. Oh Some could gosh. be severe. Some Perfect. could be very ugly. Storm chaser, Richard Lee. I like uh, four, storms. 454, 1366, up and running. 454, it's my 1366. Life. Coming up at 4 o'clock, what's it take to get fined in the Major League Baseball? You've got to say a certain F word. We'll talk about that at 4 at 5. University of Virginia has their first all-gender restroom. We've got the video at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers takes you there. We'll discuss that at 5. Governor T-Mac is uh, proclaiming a carbon cap. It's his plan. Nothing's gone through yet, but it's coming. We'll talk about that at 335. And the theory why he behind thinks- a carbon pa- cap won't work for a state. Yeah, right. He's going to solve the be, world's problems right here in the It's got to be the planet. It's not, you know... Yeah. And even then, it's not going to work. Even then, it's not going to work. But <laughs> we're talking with, um, we'll talk with William Yatesman at, from the Competitive Enterprise Institute at 335 about that. So uh, the Lee brothers enjoy dance recitals. Especially when we're participating. In <laughs> we're phenomenal dancers. <laughs> Both our daughters uh, We practice the Saturday Night Live. In, uh, in dance recitals. They're great little dancers. And fathers love to go to dance recitals for one reason, to watch their daughter. Yet they make these dance recitals four hours long, so you have to watch every kid. They typically shut off the receptions for your cell phone, so you have to sit in this dark auditorium for four hours. I, would, I don't go and to they, baseball games for four hours. They but. watch it like a hawk to make sure you're not recording it with your right, cell phone. exactly. All the little rules that dance recitals have. You ever been and, caught doing that? I won't admit to it. I won't no. Admit to it, but. Now, there, there's but, nothing more enjoyable, though, honestly, as, as a parent, watching your daughter dance, especially when she enjoys it so much. And it's just fun, you know. And dance recitals are usually tied to music. You know, there's music, and then there's they dance to the music. No one's really dancing to no music. That doesn't happen very often. We dance to our you know, own beat. staying alive, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Staying alive, staying alive. That is a great. By the way, that song has legs, doesn't it? That's been around. It, does. Right? it usually makes us move ours. You realize 25 years from now, they'll still be doing the Bee Gees. Oh, yeah. Staying alive. And <laughs> the Bee Gees will be walking with walkers going, yeah, I remember when I sang that one. So, um... <laughs> This dance recital was no different. It, it's a good dance recital. You come in and listen to the kids. Before every little uh, four or five dances, they'd play a video to get you fired up about to watch the next get of, of dances. And yet, it became an opportunity for the owner of the, stage, of the dance studio to throw in a video that you're going to hear in a second. And the reason we're going to let you listen to this video is because why is it that liberals – just can't be closet liberals. I mean, yeah, why can't why they can't, just? I mean, come on, shut up and <laughs> keep their opinions to themselves. I mean, just. I mean, exactly like be, we do. Yeah, kind of like us. You I know, mean, behave think about yourself. It, think about it though. Most, if you look at bumper stickers on cars, 
most of the ones that are loaded with bumper stickers where you can't even see out the rear view mender, they're, they're not teeth marks in the steering wheel they're because not, they're, they're not conservatives. You don't no, see bumper stickers like that. You they see the one to save the planet, you know, the military, we ought to have a department of peace. I mean, all this ridiculous coexist, yes, all that stuff, exactly. They sit at the stoplight chewing on their steering wheel. And a question for, for you folks, how many times have you forced your beliefs and opinions on others that they actually said, I get it. Oh, yeah. I get I'm it. On board You've now. changed me. I'm, I'm in, a, baby. I'm a different person now. <laughs> Let me puke and run off to tell someone. Right. How many times has that happened? But look what liberalism is. It dominates uh, Hollywood. It do- dominates media. It is there to pro- – look at our public schools. It's there for an agenda. It turns out that this dance recital is no different. The video was played in between dances. was called Rise Up. It's by this Royce man. He's a 14-year-old boy who goes on a rant about uh, all kinds of things. But listen to uh, it, and uh, what would be your reaction? I mean, seriously, all I'm doing, I forget, I'm not even thinking politics. It's an escape for me, too. I want to sit like there and... Anthony Weiner, Eric Holder theme song for no. their candidacy. No, not true. <laughs> not even funny. You okay over there? All right, yeah, here, I left it myself. Here, here, here's... <laughs> Here's the video that was played at a dance recital this week. <laughs> in the middle, I mean, these are kids. I think the oldest girl in the thing is probably 17 years old. Here's, here's the uh, clip. Let's rise up. Let's rise up with those overlooked and undervalued by society. Like you. All right, hang on a second. <laughs> hang on a second. But now, so as soon as this started, what do you think I did? I Pete, went, oh, my I gosh, here we go. I would have stood up and said... <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> it's in Wave your hands in there. I can feel I can... it. <laughs> Turn that crap off because I feel it. Let's get on with the dancer side. I feel it. It was awful. So there's nothing wrong with that statement initially, right? Let's rise up with the people who are who are uh, uh, obscure, we don't know about. All right, whatever rise up means, I don't know yet. But he continued. The black man who walks down the street on the way to his job, it's his first day as an eighth grade English teacher. To dance recital, the same black man who has a son, his most prized possession, who told that son that life will be hard, but anything is possible. The black man who walks down the street on the way to his job, only to pass a woman clutching her purse a little too tightly. So what's the premise there? The premise is America's racist. The premise is Why, always. She's clutching her purse because she's afraid this black man's going to take Who the knows? purse. Who knows? What is it's, wrong with these people? It is unbelievable. If I was a black man, I would have stood up and said, stop that crap right there. Why not? Exactly. Stop that garbage right there. No woman's going to clutch her purse because I'm walking down the sidewalk. What is wrong with you? That, that is, I didn't tell my child life's going to be hard. I don't program my child to make his life hard. What is wrong with you? Where, is, where are the people who object to this? Exactly. Unbelievable. This is a dance recital for my 12-year-old daughter. This guy would have jumped mean, up and said, stop it, man, because I'm... Oh, thank you. I'm rising up. I'm feeling it. Can you believe this? I mean, please, I just want to enjoy my daughter's dance recital, but it continued. Let's rise up with the boy who was a girl, then didn't know what he was, and is now a boy. The now boy I'm confused. What? I'm what? completely confused. Unbelievable. It's like, was it a girl, a boy, who doesn't know he's a girl? That's but, like uh, the three cups with the ball <laughs> in the one. I don't even know where she was when she got to the end. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But what statement are you trying to make here? What's a dance studio owner trying to tell the parents? Was she reciting this? 
this this girl, this is a boy. This is a fourteen year old boy at, reciting at, this. Re, I guess I, he's giving us some sort of speech. By the way, it's posted eight twenty. The answer. Doctor was he a dancer? Speech. No, has nothing. To, that's my point. How does this fit in? He How did, do you know he didn't just walk in off the street? Continues on. Parents <laughs> who love their daughter but disown their son. Whatever. Let's rise Maybe up they had a with reason. the Muslim woman who works for the Justice Department, only to experience injustice every time she wears a hijab. What? So wait a minute. We have a Muslim. Apparently, we do. This kid is. Well, if she does, then there's a problem with the Justice Department, which currently is still the Obama Justice Department. I mean, well, first of all, she finds an injustice every time she wears her hijab. How how is there injustice with that? Are we trying to say, look, we got to be able to see your face for security reasons? There's no injustice. There's no injustice here. You can't get a driver's license with a picture of only your eyes. You know, right, if so, you've got one of those things where just your eyes stick out, you right. can't do that I'm because sure they the need to. The defense department isn't a bunch of racists like this kid is saying, and the propaganda that was shoved down our throat at the dance recital. This happens in America. Leftists look for opportunity. Flip this around. If a conservative had put up, I don't know, a speech from Ronald Reagan, the place would have been burnt to the ground. If you know, if Obama was still in the White House, would this speech have been made? Do you think? There's, I don't know. There's more. On this speech and your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. I hope the parents complain. WNTW. Ten minutes. That's it. Ten minutes and a black Sharpie budget crisis solved. The Lee Brothers, problem solvers on 820 WNTW. 454-1366. Lee Brothers live here in Chester, Virginia. Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, 454. Downtown. Thir- 1366. We're talking about this uh, dance recital that, uh, that Rich and I like to go to for our daughters because we enjoy watching them dance. And we don't need a uh, liberal propaganda video put in our face. And that's what we got. This is Miranda's last year for recital. She, uh, <laughs> but she also taught a class. Right. This year. And that's going to be amazing to watch. I love watching the little bitty ones. So here is the. Uh, Here's a little bit more of this video that was foisted upon mankind. As you're, you're sitting here uh, watching the recital, expecting to just see dancing, instead you hear no, that. If you're the parent of this 14-year-old boy, aren't you going to be just sick for him and sick for yourself? I mean, this, this, you know, oh, later you in life when the he video, right. wakes up one morning and is like, I did that. He's going to be, he's going to have to move away. <laughs> here, here it is. Here's a clip. Get over it. Let's rise up and lend a hand to the boy who can't. The boy who sits in a wheelchair watching the other kids play basketball. The boy who becomes the only one in his class to win an Olympic gold medal. Don't know what it means. Let's rise up with the woman who was born in the U.S., whose parents are Dominican, and whose son is all-American, so why is she repeatedly told to go back to Mexico? Let's even rise up with the poor white boy. Here, listen to this. The one who is told he is privileged but doesn't feel that way, and yes, this boy does exist. What? The boy what? who talks about the pool his family doesn't have and wears the shoes his mother can't afford. He was given everything right, so it must be his fault, right? Wrong, because as one YouTube commenter said, life can be hard if you're white, but life will never be hard because you are white. Let's rise up. Wow. Do you believe this? In the middle of a dance recital, watching your daughter, and all of a sudden you hear this guy. In other words, what this is, 
This is a hate America piece. This is exactly. how bad America is. Exactly. America's racist, us, sexist, homophobic. Uh, they hate immigrants. I mean, this is all the liberal talking points. And what what he means by rise up, I don't even know. It's, liberals need to, to have definitions. Someone should stand up, raise yeah. their hand, and say, hey, hey, What's that, rise don't up, mean man? to stop. What the blank are you talking about? Who tells this woman from the Dominican Republic to go back? You know, who, who doesn't help this young boy in the wheel? Who doesn't help these people? I don't, I don't know what America. You want to rise up to help sees. the white boy? I don't know what America is. Well, what this is essentially saying is the white guy has all the breaks in the world and he's racist against Not everyone true. else. Well, of Not course, this whole video true. is ridiculous, but it's, but it's foisted upon us. And a dance recital. People you know, you people. might want to say, you might want to say, look, uh, dance recitals are left to be, I don't know, non-political maybe? If they want to be political, why don't they just walk out and say, folks, I just want to say one thing. People are people. I just want y'all to realize that and go away knowing people are people regardless of race. Anything. Anything. Stop hyphenating People America. are people, and America is the greatest nation on earth. Oh, no. You can't do that. Thanks for coming. Let's, let's do some <laughs> let's dancing. Let's dance in. Let's dance. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820-WNTW. You may try all you want, but it's too hard to argue with common sense. The Lee Brothers on 820-WNTW. Can't teach common sense. No, it's natural. Can't buy it actually, actually, it flows in the bloodstream in the Lee household. It comes with birth. Yeah, with birth. Right. I mean, family with the right leadership at the helm, and that's why you—that's why sometimes we dub people honorary Lee brothers, and we have the honorary Lee brother bumper sticker. Well, we would have battles at the Thanksgiving table. We would know better than to butter our rolls before we bounced off each other's heads. Yeah, there was—we learned that. That was real messy, quickly. and we would remember Dad yelling us about shower, that. Yet. You've already buttered it. Don't you throw that one? Right. Throw the other one. Eat the oh, buttered yeah. one. Throw the dry. Sorry, sorry. That's a good point, Dad. Thanks for the lesson there. Um, this call for impeachment of Trump, you do realize. That's so stupid. It, 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 look, I've got issues with Trump, too. He bothers me and the things he says and, and the tweets and all the rest of it. But, ladies and gentlemen, you, this is, you know there's no impeachment going to happen here. Mainly, you know, you mainly because what do they have? Anonymous source claiming that President asked Comey to stop investigating Flynn? The day after Flynn was fired? And Trump says that never happened. You know, here, here's the thing. No, in U.S. history, a president has, never been, has never been treated like this. Oh, I don't know about I, that. You know, I, I don't know. This Lincoln? horrid, this horrid, this terrible. Yes, I think that has been. I mean, look, there's plenty. Of, I mean, Trump is not unique in that way. I think, but you didn't I, have the liberal not, press in Lincoln's I think. Day. The, I think the the MSNBC issue here, was just a thought in someone's mind. And uh, yeah, that's right. Now it's existing. You're right. If MSNBC exi- existed when Lincoln was here. I almost said, never mind. I'm not you know, when Clinton first got elected, that someone hung a sign out off 295 on the Pole Green Road exit that said, impeach Clinton on a pine tree. And it hung there. And how many years was he in the White House before he was impeached? Six or seven? I don't remember. But anyway, when he finally got impeached, the sign come they out? took the sign down. <laughs> but it hung there. My job is done here. From when he was elected <laughs> until he got impeached. Impeach means to accuse. That's all it means. All right, coming up, Bob. Uh, TMAC, governor, wants a cap on carbon. What does that mean for you? Well, he's a big environmentalist. It means high cost to you. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. The dance recital video is found there by clicking on the Lee Brothers picture, and the link takes you there and many others. Rise up, people. Remember. (laughs) 
Your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. Rise up. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Thomas Jefferson would be here right beside us. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting, sitting to his left, left, sometimes it's far left. Sometimes it's far left is yeah, Richard Lee. He likes Lee. to say that, but I have to take it away from him. Governor T Mac's going to help us. I'm excited about this because the governor is going. He knows the what the temperature of the planet should be, but he won't tell anyone, and it's not <laughs> it's fair. Secret. It's not fair. T Mac, if you're listening, call us, please. Right. We want to know because I want to know. I mean, I, I want to know where we stand. When just, we hit that ideal temperature, I want to stop, get out of my car, and how you say, rise up, <laughs> rise up, <laughs> and thank uh, Mother Nature Governor for providing Terry, that perfect temperature. Governor Terry McAuliffe is short-term here. He's only got this year left. He's proposing a statewide carbon cap. How you say, adios, T-Mac. How Don't open your hamburger stand. is that going to do anything worth anything? Joining us right now is William Yateman. He is a... Uh, Senior fellow at the Competitive Enterprise Institute. He specializes in environmental policy, energy markets, and administrative law. William? Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm, uh, I'm guessing that you've looked at this, that you've kind of peeked down here at the Commonwealth. You live in Virginia, right? Oh, I actually live in D.C., but I grew up in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, we're we're so, sorry you live in D.C. Yeah, that's all right. Someone's got to <laughs> so live. We will keep you in our thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so, William, help us with this. This, when I saw McCullough proposing a statewide carbon cap, I thought, man, this isn't. This is going to help the planet. <laughs> I, I didn't think that. I thought it's going to hurt us, right? Well, uh, we don't know what the actual details of the plan are. I, I mean, it was. Um, it was more of an uh, agreement to agree. Uh, a week ago, the attorney general found or declared that the governor had this authority to, for statewide regulation of greenhouse gases. And again, this week, he said, or he ordered state regulators to put together a plan. Um, we do have a past referent. However, I mean, the, he, he said he kind of wants to take up the torch um, that, you know, was, I guess, left off by President Obama and his, his clean power plan. And we know that the State Corporation Commission warned, and this would have been in 2015, that the Clean Power Plan for Virginia would substantially, and that was the exact modifier they used, substantially raise cost. And they actually gave a, pro- a figure. They said 5.6 to $6.5 billion. It's billion with a B. So wait, wait, cost that's a on great what? deal of money. Cost Pardon? on us, right? You're talking about cost of energy. Oh, no, no, so th- those were not checks that were going to be mailed out to, to ratepayers for this policy. <laughs> no, no, it was, uh, that, that was, they were putting a price tag on a, a commensurate policy. So we don't know the details of this plan. We do know that the same targets and the federal plan um, cost 5.5 to $6.5 billion, and that's according to the State Corporation Commission. They're straight shooters. I mean, they, they don't have, a, a, right. I guess, a political dog in the race, so... Um, you know, we don't know the details yet, but we do know, historically speaking, I mean, two years ago, a similar plan was assessed at, you know, again, 5.5 to $6.5 billion. Does he really think, and you're an energy expert on this and an environmental policy expert, does you think TMAC really thinks that it's his job to, to cure the planet here? And shouldn't it have been better just not tell him that he had the right to regulate these things and maybe he wouldn't have done it? He doesn't it. have the right, by the way. The people are disagreeing. I, I suspect that the legislature will disagree or will weigh in. I mean, this is a hugely consequential policy, and, and one would hope that 
Uh, the legislature would have a voice here. Regarding his motivations, I, re- you know, I, I, I do think it's cynical. Um, I don't think, you know, the, the fact of the matter is that this wouldn't have any impact whatsoever on the climate despite its costs. I think what this is really about is a, an increasingly important um, component of the Democratic Party base are these green special interests. I mean, they've spent the NRDCs, the Natural Resource Defense Council, the Sierra Clubs, the League of Conservation Voters, they're spending millions of dollars, and they're spending countless hours um, coordinating and get out the vote and all that jazz. So what I think it really reflects is sort of the increasing power of the radical environmental left um, and really how they're, they're, they're throwing money around and politicians are listening. I like, uh, I'd like you to repeat something you just said. This will have no impact at all on the environment if he gets his way, even to the biggest of moves. He, it would make zero impact at all. Uh, to be sure. I mean, and that's unequivocal. And I don't think the governor would, would suggest anything otherwise. Um, and that's true of the... So he's not helping polar bears. No polar bear is going to be helped with us. Well, he's helped lighten the load in, in our wallets by taking more well, money. Well, well, sure, that'd, that'd be, that'd be, that might be the cause, ultimately. So if TMAC's view here uh, is that he's not going to help it, it's, it's mainly political. I wanted to get your take on this, William. If If all the models that are out there on global warming and all the rest of it were accurate, it would only be a two-degree increase in temperatures over like a 100-year timeline, right? Is that correct? That's exactly right. We spoke about that before, um, and that's the scientific consensus right there. So that's the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the the much-ballyhooed IPCCC. So if we do nothing. Um, That's our best guess. If we do nothing Um, for 100 years, it's going to be two degrees hotter. Wow. That is the business-as-usual alternative. And if I just might, might add right there, um, people call me a global warming denier for this, poli- this policy viewpoint that I'm about to enunciate, and, and it's this. If our best guess is that climate change is non-catastrophic, and really, you know, we, we can adapt to two degrees in 100 years, um, the upshot is you start weighing costs and benefits. And in this case, the costs are overturning the global economic order. I mean, we're, we're talking best guess $45 trillion dollars. That's according to the International Energy Agency to, to implement all these uh, climate policies that are desired by the alarmists. So it, it, there's a human cost you know, to, to spending $45 trillion on something, and it's the weighing of those costs versus the, the putative uh, effects of this phenomenon. And again, that's our best guess. The consensus is two degrees in 100 years. So wow. you know, I, what, what we're advocating is just you know, let, let's look at this reasonably. I mean, we're, we're, there's no reason to... Um, you know, immiserate people to, to uh, prolong poverty um, in order to you know, address something that, again, our best guess is it's non-catastrophic and something we can deal with. Well, even that, even that, the argument would be that the planet's not supposed to be two degrees hotter. I mean, that's what they're trying to argue. How do we know that? How do we know that the, what should the temperature, I'm going to ask you this, William Yateman from Competitive Enterprise Institute, you're an energy policy expert, energy on markets. What's the temperature of the planet supposed to be? You know, that is a brilliant question, um, and I'm not trying to suck up or anything, but it's also one asked by famed physicist, Nobel laureate um, Freeman Dyson, and he he conducted a very controversial interview with New York Times in which he asked that very question. How how do you, what do you, 
uh, stop a thermometer into some, you know the center of the earth like you know a kid like uh, for a fever i mean it doesn't sure. what is the global temperature and and what should it be and those are completely fair questions again when you're weighing um, these costs and the putative benefits of doing something. Well, I think we're our so governor you. knows the answer to that question. <laughs> he must. If they just want to call him, he knows the answer. <laughs> he must. But he won't tell anyone. You know, I think Americans, we're so used to uh, going into our thermostat on the wall and going, it's supposed to be 72 in here. Uh, Richard, come on, turn the air down or up, one of the two. The planet has been here longer than any of us can imagine and fathom, and yet we somehow at this time, 2017 in May, think that we have it all figured out to what it should be. And, and you're exactly right. The, 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 the cost of this, uh, or as some would say, the cure is worse than the disease, if you even want to call it a disease. I think getting warmer would be a better thing for most do you, planets. Do you think we'll ever go back to global cooling like back in the <laughs> 70s and 80s? There are all it these would, retro it, things. They're making the old cars again, you know. <laughs> Vinyl records are coming back, so why not global cooling? Well, if you remember that big blockbuster movie from like five years, or longer than that, a decade ago, and it was endorsed by Al Gore. He actually went out and marketed oh, it. Yeah, was the the yeah. day after tomorrow or something like that. But if you recall, in that doomsday scenario, the end game for catastrophic global climate change, you know, which occurred in a matter of days, um, was a, a, an ice ball Earth, a frozen Earth. So right. you know, to a certain extent in the popular imagination, um, it's still there. Interesting. Got you. Interesting. Well, thanks for, thank you very much. For good clarity, and thank you for helping us yeah, look thanks really Thanks for joining today. us. Thank you for having me. You bet. That's William Yateman. He is a senior fellow at the Competitive Enterprise Institute. And a truly great American. All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. You know, it's, it's the audacity to the left with global warming that's interesting to me. I've, I've always wondered where their fascination with that, the fact that them, have they never been anywhere to look over the Grand Canyon and think that they have some sort of impact on this planet? We lost an airplane in the ocean, okay? An airplane! We can't find it! This planet is perfectly capable of taking care of itself. Oil, it makes oil, it eats oil. It oil, creates a creature that eats oil. And it seeps out of the ocean's floor all the time. without anything that humans have done. Therefore, God creates a creature who eats the oil that's leaking out of the ocean floor. That's that's Brilliant. that's historically true. That's, that's a unbelievable. fact. It's unbelievable. That's a Quite fact. Honest. And the left is eaten up, no pun intended, with this global warming con. It's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Mark and Hampton on on with the Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW. Hey, Lee Brothers, uh, I'm just sitting here in my car burning gas with the AC running, talking to you. So, uh, God bless you. Leave it running all the time. Keep the planet warm, my brother. That's that's right. Somebody has to do it. Our car is um, sitting in the parking lot with the engines running right now. That's right. Um, I've always wondered is uh, how can they predict 100 years out when they can hardly tell me what the weather with any real certainty is going to be within a week or less? I mean, even sometimes within a day, it, it, it's all change from what they said it is uh, how how in the world can they go a hundred years and tell us that anything in particular is going to happen time travel it's the only oh, okay. way time travel you didn't know, you didn't know that be. that's that's a, so it, it's, it's real it's interesting mark you're, you're making a great point but even with the the knowledge that if we assume that they're correct a hundred years we're going to have a two degree temperature warm-up how is that 
a crisis of biblical proportion. You know, if the, and here's the thing, too. If it, that, that, that's a projection, okay? So they had to run some kind of computer model to get to that point. They had to run that thing for 100 years to get it to a two-degree difference. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what about the first 50 years, a one-degree difference? Well, let's keep it going. Well, it, you know, let's see how far it goes at 100 years. So we have something to talk about. Two degrees, two degrees. Yeah, great call, Mark. I, I've it. always wanted to live in a tropical climate, and if it's coming to me, hey, more power to it. Yeah. That way I won't have to move. 454-1366. Mark is right. I mean, and here's the thing. The left is so adamant about this. It's become a religion to them that nothing it's big money. can be convinced them otherwise. It's big money. It's but big people money. applaud Think this. Like it. the planet's under threat. It opens up sinkholes and eats cars and people. Those it are scare takes care tactics. of itself. Scare tactics. You know, sinkholes, when, when did sinkholes start anyway? Because, you know, well, when we were little, we never heard of sinkholes. Well, I don't remember You know, we sinkholes. would dig holes in the yard, but never sinkholes. Well, the planet's attacking, I'm telling you. Yeah, the planet is attacking. But we, the thing is, <laughs> this is all about money. It's well, sure all it about money. Sure it is. It is about money. And it's about your phone calls. 454-1366. That's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW. Richmond's beacon of truth in the land of the free and the home of the brave. This is the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. It's a religion, the idea of global warming. Just eat it up. Don't don't uh, contradict it or say, how do we know this is true? Don't do that. You would think if the global warming people were, were real and legitimate, they'd go, okay, let's have a good debate about it. But as soon as you say it's not real, you're name called, you're a global warming denier, all this ridiculousness. It's just silly. All right, check us out at 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the uh, caricature of the Lee Brothers it takes you to this uh, dance recital video that we talked about in the first of the hour that was played at a dance recital. That video is there. There is a uh, video of University of Virginia's all-gender restroom. We'll talk about that at 5 o'clock, but you can see the video there at 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. And uh, dangerous but good. What is that? Earthquakes. We're going to ask. Volcanoes. The, the, hang on a second. Earthquakes and volcanoes are dangerous but good? I think they're dangerous but bad. Well, well, volcanoes create islands sometimes. Oh, well, that's... Well, they're that's dangerous, good. but like... Okay, hey. cool. I got an island. Yeah, I haven't yeah. thought about that. I've always wanted an island. <laughs> so you want it. You're right. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go back to this. 820theanswer.com gives you what dangerous but good is. What a great company. We'd like you to investigate them. Last man standing. Last man standing. The best video clip of that final co- uh, comedy show is at 820theanswer.com. It's a great it. show. It's a it great really show. Is. All right, so coming up, we're going to talk about that. Tim Allen rocks. It's no longer. It's been taken off the air. But is political correctness ruining our country? Bible verse is being taken off police cars in uh, western Virginia, out in the uh, Christianburg area. There For is, reasons uh, you won't believe. Major League Baseball. Player is fined for saying for calling a guy a name. A cord of wood. A cord of wood. That's what it was. All right, we'll talk about that and your phone calls. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW. See, Major League Baseball has fined a player for using the F word. But it's not the word you think. 
Christiansburg, Virginia, police cars have to remove a Bible verse on the side of it. Good or bad? A hit show. Last man standing will not be the last man standing. That That's a shame. Is That's next. a great show. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in Richmond. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. It's a bit toasty out there, and we're going to have some storms this evening, which could get violent. Could be serious storms. And you like that. I'll be out chasing them. All because of global warming. All right, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers are live. 406 here live. in the capital of the Commonwealth. They're live. Political correctness. Run a monk. You know what's interesting about it is so many in the conservative camp, the Christian camp, when they see this TV show, The Last Man Standing, and they heard the comments, it was natural for us to say, how does that stay on the air? I mean, everybody who saw this show said the same thing. How is it that's allowed? Yet, we have shows called The Modern Family. We have shows called, what's this nun-bashing one, or this Catholic, The Real O'Neills. You know what they're bringing back? This is going to make you puke. Roseanne. Yes, I saw that, they're too. They're bringing it so, back with the original cast. So these shows uh, are show. fine. In fact, you can horrible. see shows about the gay lifestyle, about liberalism, about all these things, and nobody says, I can't believe that's allowed on TV. Yet the last man standing... Turns out he's not going to be the last man standing. They've canceled the show. Now, there's no evidence that it was canceled because of political correctness, although it would seem like that, wouldn't it? Since it's the only show of its type anywhere on uh, ABC. The show's hilarious. It It'll be in syndication, and that's I can watch that show, same episode, over and over and over and over. In fact, and over here, here's one so of the funny. – speaking of that, here's one of the, my, uh, my by far – Favorite clips from Last Man Standing. What are you doing? Cleaning a flintlock musket from the Revolutionary War while enjoying a little bacon and biscuits. This is what our forefathers died for. <laughs> can you do that in your den? The Bill of Rights says I can do this wherever I want to do this. Really? Well, what if your two-year-old grandson walked in here? And overpowers me? <laughs> your back could be turned. You could be reaching for a piece of bacon. Yeah, he could grab the musket out of my hand, shove me to the ground, pour the correct amount of powder in here, take the ramrod, jam it down there, get a musket ball, put that in there, take the ramrod back out, jam that down there, half cock it, put a percussion cap in there, fully cock the thing, and somehow shoot me in the foot. Keep the safety on. Honey, this whole gun is a safety. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is one of the best scenes from Last Man Standing. And you know the left is just can't, they can't handle it. They can't handle the fact that somebody would say, this is overreaction to the, the gun people. And you're right, there's, there's gun people out there freaking out over, the, um, over many, stuff like that. How many shows like that are on the air? Zero. Other than that one. That's it. That's the only one, and it shows hilarious. And it should have even made a leftist laugh. It, it, you know, it should have made there are anyone some. laugh. I bet there are some that laughed. In fact... I bet you Tim Allen and uh, this show would have liked our gun program. You know, oh, absolutely. I, I, oh, no question about it. 
I mean, ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today <laughs> such a true that's a real program folks so we're the last man email standing. us today because we care last man standing has now there's a petition that is floating around um the author's name's deputy matt i don't know who this guy is he is uh wants a last ditch effort here to attempt to save the program last man standing stands out in the sea of network television sitcoms it does he added that Last Man Standing is one of the only shows on broadcast television and the only sitcom that is not constantly shoving liberal ideals down the throats of viewers. And sadly, that it's likely the real reason the show had been canceled, unquote. Although we don't know that, you kind of have to speculate it. And that's why it's a shame that here, uh, most of us who hold to these views of really common sense, limited government, conservative philosophy that we've been standing in the same spot since the founding of our country is now ridiculed. That we're, positions are such that we even question whether it's okay to be on TV. It's just crazy. The petition, the petition continued, and the intent of this petition, boycott his attempt to get ABC to renew the show. With that in mind, I will no longer be watching ABC shows. Now, I'm not a big boycott fan. Um... And you can choose to do whatever you want to do. I'm not so sure the boycott will have any impact here whatsoever. I can't believe that they canceled that show because of ratings or something. That 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 show is hilarious. It's one of the best on TV. I don't watch. I don't. I don't race home to watch a TV show. I can't. You know. I don't wait till next week's episode. I, I don't do that. Yeah, but know. Last Man Standing was a great show. Eve is opening doors for women. Huh. Just like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> no, Hillary better knock. Make sure Bill's got his pants on. <laughs> <laughs> that, now that's true. That, and that's not, not only is it true, that's why there's, quite honestly, it's funny because every bit of humor has some sort of truth to and it. And here's the thing. If you're upset, if you're a big Hillary and Bill fan and you're, oh, that's horrible. I can't believe they did that. They insulted people that I'm truly fans of. You know what? Hillary doesn't care. No. If she opened the door and he was in there with seven women, she would just close the door and say, he's busy at the moment. Right. I'll come back later. She doesn't care. One of the other great clips from, from Tim Allen on this Last Man Standing show is him dealing with the, uh, the precious snowflakes on university campuses and yes. schools. And uh, it was so great. He did such a great job with this. It was well written and even better delivered. Do you want me to give you some notes before you send it in? Why, send it in? What do you mean? The faculty committee needs to approve it after they check for microaggressions. Microaggressions? You mean like midget warriors? <laughs> no, they're objectionable words or phrases. For instance, midget warriors. I know what microaggressions are. It's the latest liberal attack at free speech. And a lot of fun if you do them right. The university has a list of stuff they don't allow speakers to say, you know, to protect the students. From what, ideas? Exactly. It's just the way that my school does things, Dad. Please, my grade is riding on this. Fine. All right. Just pretend like you introduced me to thunderous applause. Some lady faints in the front row. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, stop. No, they'll pick her up. Come on, EMS. 
Ladies and gentlemen, because it excludes those who don't identify as either. Hmm. Those are the only two choices. <laughs> you know what's unbelievable about this? It's accurate. It's so accurate. And the left is being impugned here to that some degree. It's so pathetic. It is pathetic. It's pathetic that this goes on and there's a show that gets to mock it, impugn, and laugh at it, and it just got canceled. Political correctness is pretty much running the path. The other two stories we're going to share with you, this Major League Baseball uh, player who's fine for using the F word, it's not the one you think, and Bible verse decal is coming off police cars in Montgomery County, Virginia. We'll share that with you and your phone calls. Maybe another network will pick that show up. I would hope so. That would be a, that would be a major coup for someone else. If there's any non-leftist leaning networks Love. left out there. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Scott and Richard Lee. The yin and yang of talk radio. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Trust me. Trust me, I care. You don't, you don't I care. care. So because last you don't care. Last man standing uh is canceled for what reason? Well, we don't know, but it was the only show that really stood up for the cause of freedom and liberty, essentially. Joe and Bonaire, you're on 820 WNTW yeah, with the Lee Brothers. Yeah, I got two two comments. One, ABC is a private business. Right. They can decide to cancel whatever show they wish. That's right. Of course. Isn't that the free market at work? And yeah. Of course. Is it. Do you think we disagree yeah. with that? I don't know. You seem pretty upset that the show got canceled. Well, well we, enjoy, we enjoyed the show, I mean, Joe. We you know, like it. I mean, we have a right to like be it. upset if something we sure, like no, gets I'm, canceled. I'm not saying you don't have a right to be upset. I'm just saying ABC can run the show or not. Right. And if it's that exactly. popular show, if it's that popular show, somebody else will pick it up. Right. Probably so. Yeah. Okay. That would be. Probably. Wonderful. I don't know that we disagree. Then, we don't disagree with you at all. And then yeah. the and then the other comment is, you know, I've noticed that conservatives have seemed to try to make. Tim Allen into into some sort of icon, and I think he's a bit of an odd icon considering that he's a convicted felon. Why back we, in the seventies? What, what makes you think? 70s, you know, got, well, hang on a second. What makes you think we're making him an icon? Why do you think it's about Tim Allen? I don't understand that. Why Here's you, another thing too, Joe. You know, obviously, you lean on one side of the fence. We may lean on another, but you know, you guys, I do, yes, you I do. you guys, you you want all felons to be able. to to have their voting rights restored, because I guess you feel like they've paid their no, debts I, to no, society. I do. I do. It, and uh, no, you don't think this guy's paid here's his debt point. to society? No, no, no. He's I a do, different I person do. today than no, he was back my, in the 70s. You're right. You're right. Here's my point. Here's my point about Tim Allen's history. You're right. People make bad mistakes. I've made bad mistakes. What I have a difficulty forgiving him for is once he did make a bad mistake and got pinched, he ratted out everybody he could. He ratted out everybody in sight. Hang on a second. This now isn't a, this isn't about Tim Allen. I could give. I don't even care about Tim Allen. So he's a rat. I, I don't. I don't. It's, it's not. I never one time or Richard said on this show Tim Allen's the best guy in the planet to espouse conservative constitutional principles. Never said that. Uh, what we're saying is this show is funny. It makes sense. And for I once, I thought it was a funny show. And for once, I mean, it I proposed. It and I thought it was a funny show. And it actually talks about. Real life, Main Street American issues from the proper perspective, and it got canceled. And it, and, it, and if it's that popular, I'm sure somebody will pick it up. And you feel like and we ABC sh- didn't. 
ABC didn't even own the show. Right. But you matter. feel like we shouldn't be, you know, supportive of Tim Allen or no, the no, show no. or anything because support, of his past? If you want to support shows you like, that's your business. I just think it's kind of ironic that you seem to be attacking ABC for, for exercising a free market decision. We're not attacking ABC for that. We're just, we just feel like we'd like to know why they canceled the show because we know a lot of people that like the show. And, you, and it seems like you, you think we should just back away from Tim Allen. Well, he's a previous scumbag from a different life. You know, he was convicted no, felon no. from the 70s. No. And we, sh- we should not you know, support this gentleman, even though he's paid his debt to society. Joe, are you- no, actually, you're, you're, putting, you're putting words in my mouth now. Um, I think he has paid his debt. What concerned me about Tim Allen is the fact that once he got arrested, he turned he turned rat on everybody. He knew. Uh, it does. It's not about Tim Allen. So, Joe, I, I guess that you're for free markets and free people, right? I mean, you seem to be. A, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Okay. I run a private business. I certainly am. Good. I don't. I don't know how we disagree on a whole lot. Then I, I don't understand. I mean, obviously, you would vote for conservative philosophy and love this show to death. Then, if you're for free markets and free people, I, uh, I, I can't speak for the former, but I do listen to your show and I do find it entertaining. Well, thank you. Well, that's we appreciate Richard, that. Richard's entertaining. That's true. I admit that. Joe, thanks for the <laughs> right. call. Appreciate you very much. Bye-bye. Right, thank four, you, Joe. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Truth, justice, and the American way. And that's just Richard, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. At 5 o'clock, the University of Virginia has their first all-gender restroom, and it's not what you think. It's not a single stall. It's a multiple-stall, multiple-sink restroom. No urinals for you. So we'll talk about that coming up at 5 o'clock. If you want to see the video of this restroom, you can check it out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Right. We have restroom video. Click. There's nobody in there. You, you can click on the uh, on the link of the Lee Brothers there. It takes you right to that video. You can see that. You won't find restroom video in on any other station. And our favorite last man standing video is 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. takes you to that. It's the funniest one that I, I thought of all the times I've watched that show. And dangerous but good, what does that mean? And the dance recital video that we talked about last hour that interrupted a nice, pleasant enjoyment time watching my daughter dance and exposed to some liberal track that told us how bad America is. And Pathetic. It was uh, all that is at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. All right, coming up, not only your phone calls at 454-1366, but Major League Baseball has uh, fined a player. Now, I've seen players do a lot of things in baseball and say a lot and, of things. And the language typically in baseball is not the cleanest in the world. Right. But Probably this word, in any sport. You can't say this word. You say this word and you're going to have to write an apology. We've got the apology from the Toronto Blue Jays and from the player next. And of course, blessed are the peacemakers. That verse was on police cars in the Commonwealth that is no longer. That in your phone calls 454-1366. It is 4:30 in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. 820 on 820 WNTW. Oh, yeah. It is Friday. Just after 430 in the capital of the Commonwealth. My name is Scott Lee. My My co-host, friend and brother, sitting to my left, sometimes before left. Name Richard Lee. I don't think anyone oh, even heard that. 
Can I slow it down a bit? My co-host, friend, and brother, sitting to my left, sometimes to my Thank far you. left. That's better. Is me, Richard Lee. Uh huh. Word. Four five four thirteen sixty six or Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Kevin Pillar has been suspended for two games by the Toronto Blue Jays for using a word that is now banned in America. Banned in America. He was forced to write an apology. Here's Not what he word said. you think it was. Last night, following my at-bat in the seventh inning, I used an appropriate language towards brave pitcher Jason Mott. Why did he use that language? Did he strike out and he was angry at himself? He did strike out. And he walked away angry at himself? By doing so, I had just helped extend the use of the word that has no place in baseball and sports anywhere in society today. I'm completely and utterly embarrassed and feel horrible to put my fans, my teammates, and the Blue Jays organization in this position. What possibly, my gosh, man, did he say? This sounds like he brought down the world. I've seen baseball players use every word out there on the pitch every and not we've one ever time. Heard. And not one ever time have heard. they ever apologized for. I wonder what this word is. I've heard I've heard players scream at a pitcher every foul word you could ever think of or even create in your own mind. Now make them up on the mound and yell them at, at them. But instead, what Kevin Pillar said is he used the word, and I guess we can use it, we used it when it's been around forever, the word faggot. It he, means cord of wood. If it's a cord of wood, you can look it up. You know, but, but you know. Maybe Jason Mott was having a fire somewhere. I it's not the first time someone has used this word in baseball or football or any sport. It's not the first time anyone's ever used the word. You know, and, and he didn't mean it. <laughs> well, first you know, of all, it was Jason used out Mott, of anger. Jason Mott isn't a homosexual. So maybe Jason uh, took it as an insult. I don't. Here's the deal. But, and it, and it, Is that really the worst word that could be said? I mean, is there some sort of unwritten rule somewhere that you can use the real F bomb? You can use every cuss word in the world, but you can't say faggot? And if you say faggot, it's the worst thing possible. Here's the uh, apology from the Toronto Blue Jays. Would it have been better to call him a gravy-sucking pig? Possibly. You know? I mean, it's Toronto Blue Jays are extremely disappointed by the comments made by Kevin Pillar following an at-bat during the seventh inning last night. No way it's the kind of behavior accepted or tolerated. Not in the reflection of the type of inclusive organization. Oh, I see. So this, because this is, it was because it was offensive to some group of people. Well, you know what? I don't particularly like the f bomb. So if I hear that, would you please apologize to the audience for that? No, to the only planet. the other f word to the planet. You must apologize to the planet. This is not the first time it's been used. This team that's saying they're horrified. This is an opportunistic thing. They're just saying that they're, they're no more horrified than right. we are at this story. How ridiculous it is because. You know, not saying that foul language follows Major League Baseball around, but foul language kind of follows Major League Baseball <laughs> around. Am I no, right? It's just an I, you can't go to a Major League Baseball just game sports. and sit through it's people. nine innings and not hear something or read the lips said. or whatever. But when you exactly, say, you can't watch TV without reading the right. lips. So here's what we're we're not saying that faggot is a word you should be using. Because no. it, it because it's it is a derogatory word, but so is all the other words used for all other people. Look, if he would have walked out and said, "You disgusting Christian, whatever," what I, I don't know what he, he'd have been fine. But calling him a faggot is so politically incorrect 
that he must be punished. Of course it's a bad thing to say. We don't want people saying that. You don't want your kids saying that. But do we not see what's happening here? This has almost become like a fascist thing that's happened in our culture. He, the, now, the, the Toronto Blue Jays have a right to have some sort of stand. They can say, you can't say that. But you know what's happening next, don't you? Don't you see the trend? Eventually, governments are going to say, if you use the word faggot, you are going to be fined for a thought police. And don't think this isn't happening. That word is, is, is slang. Actually, a faggot means a bundle of sticks, a bundle not of a sticks. cord of wood. I thought it was a cord of wood. If it was a cord of wood, that's a lot of sticks. But nevertheless... It, 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 it's obviously slang for the homosexual slur, but the outrage that we have over Kevin Pillar saying this is, to me, over the top. Kevin Pillar has been over backwards to make it sound like he cut his head off or something. I'm sure Jason Mott isn't going around going, he called me this word. That's not happening. These are grown men out there. The only ungrown aspect of this is the American people's reaction, including the Toronto Blue Jays, who are acting like babies about this. Now, I don't know how you feel about it. 454-1366. 454-1366. Is this over the top? Have we now come to the point where um, everything that you want to say to somebody is acceptable except this? And, of course, the N-word, which is ridiculous in itself. It shouldn't be used either. It must have bothered but there's the a teams. difference. Both benches emptied out onto the field. They did after that. But they didn't. It's not because of the word. They didn't throw, go to blows or anything, but still. It is perfectly fine. I just find it a little amazing. It's perfectly fine to say whatever you want on the field except this word. Don't tell me that Kevin Pillar hasn't used the F-word and screamed that across the field. Did the Planto Blue Jays say, I demand an apology? I demand that you clean up your act and look halfway decent and stop talking like, like that? No. The batters call pitchers' names all the time. You know, but this guy even said this is part of the game. You know, it's he struck out, he was angry, and he called the pitcher a name. I mean, they, they do it all the time. They, sometimes they talk about the pitcher's mother so if Kevin, in a derogatory fashion. If Kevin Pillar called this a pitcher, and apparently he did, he called him the F word. The word, um, the second F word, the second F word, which is just ridiculous. Do you think, and I, I'm, this is a serious question. Do you think that Kevin Pillar is, uh, going around and beating up gay people? I mean, do you think he now has this hate in his heart? I mean, I don't, the reaction to this is just a bit scary. Um, if you have, kids in your neighborhood that come up and say the word faggot are you is this the biggest crime in your mind to according to the toronto blue jays this is this is unacceptable here's the thing the major major league baseball any term that is derogatory against the lgbtq community is not permissible in major league baseball anymore as of 2014 they're not going to allow any derogatory language. You can say anything you want as long as it doesn't pertain to the LGBTQ community. So that's a special community. LGBTQ community. <laughs> that's a, yep. I guess they're special. You can call me anything you want, but you can't use those words because we're protecting. 
we're protecting the LGBT community, right? Is that, is that how it works, Trump? LGBTQ <laughs> It's like the first time community. you ever read that. It's like, is that how it goes? Let me just be careful here. LG. So Major no. League Baseball statement, or the Toronto Blue Jays statement, says we would like to extend our own apologies to our fans. Wow. All, all major league sports. I mean, Kobe Bryant was fined $100,000 for directing a gay slur at a referee. That was back in 2011. Major League Baseball, and especially the LGB community, deserves our apologies, really. He goes on to say, we know Kevin to be a respectful, high-character individual who we hope will learn from this situation and continue to positively contribute and live up to our values on and off the field. It may be, just saying, a little bit blown out of proportion, don't you think? Maybe not, because this is a new time. You can attack anyone. You can attack Christians. So if you're part of you, the, you the, can the, attack anyone, but you cannot attack LGBTQs. If you're part of the straight Christian community, I, I guess there is a straight Christian community. I guess if you attack that community, do you get fined for that, or is that a, that's just okay? No, I'm sure that's I mean, fine. That's just okay. If you would have called him a mean, Christian, you, why don't, why don't you, they just say you people, you know, can't do this to any group? You can't use that kind of language on the field. You're professionals. You know, you wouldn't walk into a big corporation and throw terms like this around. You wouldn't walk into a boardroom and right. and drop F bombs and S bombs or whatever kind of bombs you want to call it. Why not be professional and just You know, it's it's a little bit leave pro- the language maybe in major your league car. baseball ought to have a consistent stance of proper language. Maybe they ought to say when you drop the real F bomb, maybe they ought to be fine for that too. It's just ridiculous that they're only fined and asked to leave for two games, if they use special words that attack special people, I guess if it was uh, a different way, it's fine. Except in this case, it's not. All right, your phone calls next: four five four thirteen sixty six four five four thirteen sixty six. I just want to say, I'm not saying this guy said the right thing. He shouldn't have said this. But this is Major League Baseball is, sending a message to all Major League Baseball players. That's what this is about. Lesbians, gays, trans, right. questioning, whatever the list is that goes on and on every time. Attack All right. this community, it's going to be expensive. All right, coming up, blessed are the peacemakers on a police car in Virginia. It must be removed. That's next. I'll dare them. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. The news as it should be. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. All right, coming up at 5 o'clock, the chaos resumes in lots of ways. University of Virginia has their first all-gender bathroom with multiple stalls, multiple sinks. We'll share that with you uh, coming up. Just got an email at patriots at theleebrothers.com from Chuck. Chuck says, can you define LGBT for me? Is that liquor, guns, bacon, and trucks? If so, I'm all in. I'm a member. I'm a, I think we need to start that. Actually, we need LGBT rally we need to do that what a great idea what a great LGBTC idea tc cheeseburgers the, even better cheeseburgers with bacon that would be phenomenal perfect that's where you combine two of the letters thank you chuck make a mo better sandwich patriots at the leebrothers.com a bible verse is a decal sandwich? is to come off police cars immediately in montgomery county sheriff says how have they operated this long since oh. march with these stickers and and what a threat it is to mankind how many people were just 
Can you imagine? Psychologically damaged. <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. Can you imagine there are people all over uh, Montgomery County that have exposed to Matthew 5, verse 9. Blessed, blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. And how, uh, and how threatening is that? Because we can't have peacemakers. On the side of police cars? Peacemakers cannot be blessed. Thanks to the Freedom From Religion Foundation, which is, think of the name, Freedom From Religion. But there is no such thing. I don't, there's no, I mean, you have. How fr- about we're free from the people who want to be free from religion? Right. What would that, that would be the organization I want to belong to. They combined with the Virginia branch of the ACLU called the markings an unacceptable breach of the U.S. Constitution's wall of separation of church and state. Well, here's an idea for you folks. Look the other way. Well, first of all, put a sticker on your car that says, I suck, I'm an atheist, or something like that. How about that? We we should, to address this very point, there is no separation of church and state in the Constitution. Show me where that is. Oh, Scott and Richard Lee. There's not. It's not in It's not in the Constitution It is not at all. Anywhere. If you want to talk about the First Amendment, which isn't mentioned by the ACLU here, only the U.S. Constitution's wall separation, there's not. And these folks in the police department up there say these stickers coming off immediately, immediately. Why don't they get a copy of the Constitution and read it before they go pulling the stickers off? The uh, Sam Grover, who works for the Freedom From Religion Foundation, said a Bible verse is set is a sectarian, exclusively religious statement. Okay. Don't know what's your point. Sure it is. It actually has a verse on it, Matthew 5, 9. Now, some of you are thinking, this isn't right. There shouldn't be a Bible verse on it. I must remind you that we have done an amazing thing since the founding of our country that were directly related to biblical principles. The Bible was a book in our schools. It was read to our children. It is very much part of our founding of our country and our culture. There was prayer in our schools way back in the day. Were things better in this country back then? I, I say yes. If Thomas Jefferson, who had a probably, I would just guess, has a better understanding of the Constitution than, say, Anyone. these folks at the Freedom for Religious Foundation use taxpayer money to send missionaries to Indians for the Christian cause, do you think he was unconstitutional? I'm just... I'm not so sure that a Bible verse on a county vehicle in Virginia's Montgomery County is a threat to the Constitution of the United States. Which, oh, by the way, if you're concerned about the cost of taxpayers, the people who do the stickers that go on the police cars for this police department and many others, they donated these this for free. They made these for free and installed them for free. There's no taxpayer expense here. Yeah, so liberals can calm down. Captain Brian Wright, a spokesman for yeah, They want to spend the, the money on something else. Yeah, some other. Captain Wright, a spokesman for the sheriff's office, said, quote, We believe it's a great way to honor our brothers and sisters in law enforcement during a time when so many seek to tear them down. Amen. Exactly. Exactly. This isn't a, a, a constitutional crisis for a local state under the uh, ideas of federalism to allow a county to have blessed are the peacemakers on a car, including the Bible verse. Now, you may not like that. In fact, the left probably hates the fact that there's a Bible verse on the car, but it's not unconstitutional. You can go to your county and say, I don't like this, and then the county can vote on whether they want to keep it or not based upon your whininess, but it's not unconstitutional. You liberals have to realize religion is the very, un- the upper- the very foundation of your freedom. 
of this country. The idea that God dis, uh, undis, uh, has these rights, not government, but God gave you rights, and governments were instituted among men to protect those rights. Not dispense them, but protect them. These God are hard is, things for the left. These God are hard inspired decisions. this printer to make these decals for these police cars. You know, the devil inspired these pukes. They haven't taken <laughs> off. That's going to make them Simple really as happy. that. Way to go. Simple as that. Perfect. All right, your phone call is next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens, American patriots on 820 WNTW. Randy and Enon, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Great show this afternoon. Thank you. Hey, I'm this, I'm this Toronto Blue Jay thing, and I think y'all are forgetting something. What's Where that? is Toronto? Well, I, I think it... Are you trying to tell me the other Major League Baseball teams wouldn't do this? <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's Toronto, it, it's more, it's more to me, more evident why it's been done. Right. That, that's a Toronto, good point. Uh, Canada, that's a very good point. Canada is very liberal. It's against the law for a pastor to preach against homosexuality. It's considered a hate crime. Well, oh, and I, I'm going to tell you, that's not too far removed from coming to us. And I, I, I hate to uh, to tell you, I mean, that's a, that's a tough – Randy, great call. Appreciate it. We're up against the top clock here. Thank you very much. And he makes a good point. Great Canada point. is a little bit left. But there have been other rulings by Major League Baseball in regards to this multiple times. They very much are pro – lesbian, gay, trans, whatever the thing was. LGBTQ or, community. They're yeah, very pro. Which very was, pro. was it liquor, guns, bacon, and trucks? Yeah. The, you would, cheeseburgers. Uh, it would be so much better if they were for that. Yeah, cheeseburgers. Don't you think they'd sell out the, they would sell out the stadiums if they were for liquor, uh, bacon? They'd need to serve liquor and bacon. Well, they serve you liquor. Know, think about that. If they brought you a giant bucket of bacon... <laughs> All I'd want, you know, have you ever had bacon with pancake syrup on it? It rocks. rocks. Bring me a bottle of pancake syrup and a bucket of bacon. And we're in. Bottle of my favorite liquor, I'm good to go. University of Virginia and Berkeley, they are nearly identical. Jefferson's rolling over. That's next. 454-1366, 5 o'clock in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. Deadly accurate. Democrats, tight race for governor nominee. That'll be fun to watch. Anthony Weiner, just a dirtbag, period. Just an absolute dirtbag. And University of Virginia and Berkeley, they're amazingly similar. Shocking. That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots radio, as Thomas Jefferson intended. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. Start of your weekend. Be careful on your commute. We have some accidents commute. out there, and we have some severe storms possibly heading our way starting around 6 p.m. probably. All right. Uh, Don't Patriots. you just love those severe storms? That's uh, severe. Patriots at the LeeBrothers.com, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 454-1366. All right. On the webpage, 820theanswer.com, there is a video there, if you click on the Lee Brothers, of a restroom in uh, UVA's uh, Darden Business School that is an all-gender restroom. Now, you might think it's just a single stall because a lot of these are, you know, 
unisex restrooms and single stall, and that seems to be the craze today. But this one's radically different. This one has a sign. This one says, all gender restroom. All gender. You walk in, and it's got multiple stalls and multiple sinks. Now, the question I have for you at 454-1366 is, would you actually use this restroom? Who would go in there? Would you use it? I don't think I, 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 don't I, don't, think I, I would. I, well, here's the thing. You know, if Why, my daughter went in this restroom, no, I wouldn't no. go in there with her. Well, well, first of all, I would my daughter, stand outside the door. My daughter would never go in there. If there wasn't another restroom nearby and it was the only one available, I'd allow my daughter to go in, but I'd stand at the door. I would go in before her and check the place, <sighs> and then right. I'd stand at the door, and if some gentleman came up, I would say, hey, guys, You're can not going you hang on for a minute. You're not going in. My daughter's in. She'll be out in just a second. Just, you know. Just but stand no, here, see, hold this, it, dance this it, is it about, whatever you have to do, but you're not going in. I don't know why liberals enjoy chaos. Everything is chaotic. They want to create chaos. You think this makes things better? You, you're, you're insane. This is absolute pandemonium chaos. And what why? Is, why? And why? Why would why? they do this? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Why? <laughs> it's not. Why create this this restroom? Are there going to be three restrooms now? There's guy. So I you come know. up. There's a man's restroom, a woman's restroom, and then the all gender restroom for those. You got to see feeling, this restroom. This was nice. You know, gender. Nobody's going in this restroom. That's my point. Who at the University of Virginia? If a hundred people come up, came up with this, who came up with this idea? I want to know who they are. Three restrooms and a hundred people come up. How many do you think would go in this restroom? If any, maybe one, if any, more than likely nobody. I would guess here, and this is why, you know, four, five, four, 13, 66. If you're a, a lady, because, because I think this is a lady's issue. She's a lady. No woman would walk into this restroom. None. Why would, would you be comfortable using the restroom beside men and then coming out washing your hands right beside i mean think about what women do in restrooms besides using the bathroom they go in groups how many women are going to go in there knowing some big burly guy named jake just went in the door because you can't it's an all gender walked in the door belching i mean how who's going who's now, going in that restroom the only advantage to this would be this would change the whole the whole women's group bathroom tour because when women say, come on, let's go to that restroom together, you could actually go with them. Well, what, you, you could know, actually say, okay, I'm going in with you. What do you mean you can't go? No, it's an all gender. We're all going in together, baby. Why would they build, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, insane. you're out with the group. Let's let's all go freshen up in the same restroom. That's not going to happen. And, and who built the restroom? That's what why, I was Why, that's why I was did wondering. they build it? Who's happy that they built it? Well, who did decided Did you make it? one person on the planet happy? One person in the entire county? No, imagine the conversation. Is happy? Imagine yeah. the conversation. Hey, They're we need to build an all gender bathroom. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. How much is it going to cost? I don't know. Thirty, forty thousand. An all gender restroom at the University. And I want to be their construction company of Virginia. This kind of crap costs hundreds of thousands, maybe in the million. I want to be their their builder the, because the, they pay through the nose for this stuff. I I don't know. The aren't isn't University of Virginia the Darden Business School supposed to be the smartest among us? And it's supposed aren't to teach the smart business. Aren't aren't we supposed to send our kids there to learn? I mean, real science, real business. Instead, we have these children disguised as adults 
who actually think you need an all-gender restroom. When the rest of the world, since the beginning of civilization, we've been using men's and women's restrooms, all of a sudden that's not acceptable for the campus of Jefferson anymore? And why would they think that way? Would it be because of the their parents programmed them to think this way while they're at home? No, because the professors in these universities have point. programmed your kids to think that they need to build a thirty or $40,000 all-gender bathroom that maybe one person is going to use out of 500 it's it's who's, just it's who's insane. happy it's there all right you can see this video and by the way the, the, the student who took the video obviously knows us and sent the video to us and said you won't believe this all gender bathroom that video you can see it we're not making this up did so, they build it so a student wouldn't drop out of school because i say if the student's going to drop out because they don't have that bathroom drop the heck out get out right go somewhere else go to, go to some crazy liberal puke University, here's, here's an idea, Berkeley in California. Go there. Here's a question. Why aren't I'm we sure help? they'll build you a toilet. If there's somebody who won't go in the men's restroom and won't go in the women's restroom, why aren't we helping these people? <laughs> why aren't we saying, are you not sure where to go here? Because there's help for that. Instead, we do the opposite. I'll tell you what we'll do. We're going to build you a restroom. That's are you? Are crazy. we insane? If they had to build it, get some fiberglass outhouses with special signs and put them outside. Because they're kind of all gender anyway. Nobody walks up to the outhouse looking for a man or woman's sign. Well, now, the difference there, though, is it's a single-stall unisex bathroom, right? Well, this, an outhouse is a single-stall yes, unisex. That's what I'm saying. Fiberglass. The, the difference here with the University of Virginia, the Darden Business School, is that this is an all-gender bath. It's built to make chaos. It's built for men and women to be in there at the same time. And, you know, that I, is I don't insanity. know about you, but I'm not going in... That restroom, if the, if the next restroom was 500 yards further down the campus, I would hold it till I got there. I would not. That's my point. I wouldn't use that restroom. University of Virginia is, for to lack of a Unless better word. Unless it had a lock on the inside door and there was no one else in the room. For lack of a better word, this is stupidity. It's stupidity. It it's a really, waste of money. It really is. And it's some liberal puke at the head. It's Who the squeaky this? wheel getting the grease because enough. the wheels underneath the squeaky one it sucks. That don't have the nerve to stand up to the squeaky wheel and say, you have lost your stinking mind and we're not doing this. I just don't like the squeaky wheel analogy. Okay. Let's say it's not a squeaky wheel. Let's say it's a... Uh, In other words, the wheel's fine and it's still yelling at you. That's the analogy. Let's say it's a big squirrel with a burr in its foot and no one's <laughs> willing to pull the burr out the little squirrels aren't willing to pull okay, the now fact. we're stretching for an analogy <laughs> i don't know um here's what we know chaos is something the left likes and this is nothing short of it i'm curious about you it's a victory for the left would you use this restroom stupid one but it's a victory just the same we'll open the phone lines up would you use the restroom 454-1366 454-1366 berkeley did something even worse. They built a gender-neutral locker room. That is next. 820 WNTW, the Lee Brothers. Like Batman and Robin, your conservative dynamic duo. Just no costumes and utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Pure chaos. That's what the left likes. I mean, you know, this men's restrooms and women's restrooms is no good for the University of Virginia anymore at the Darden Business School. Nope, you gotta have an all gender restroom with all these stalls, all these bathrooms that nobody will use. Why don't they just put a sign up that says bathroom? Right. And put a lock on the door so someone who goes in can lock the door. 
Well, there's five. Instead of saying, you know, hey, you can use this restroom regardless of who's in there. That's basically what they're saying. And you can't lock the door. You believe how crazy this is? It's well, just, just a, take the door off the hinges. Right. Let right. people look in on them. Right. Exactly. Why do you need stalls? They don't know it's a restroom. Just put commodes in the middle of the room. Exactly. Yeah. Besides, it's crazy because even more so. Make it a Japanese bathroom. Take the commodes out. Berkeley. This is how UVA is similar to Berkeley. You want to know how? University of California, Berkeley is building a state-of-the-art gender-neutral locker room funded by $2.7 million in student fees. A gender? Uh, think about this. What kind of house could you build with $2.7 million? And they're building a locker room. A lo- I want to be their builder. Well, I'm is, serious because that is, locker room well, hang on, it's 4, could 000. have a private pool for everyone. That's 4,500 square foot gender-inclusive Yeah, but still, 4,500? Square feet for a two, what is it? Two point seven million dollars. It's just so what are they going to do with the two point six million left over? <laughs> Divided up amongst themselves. This is uh, this is if it wasn't so scary, and this really wasn't happening, this would be a parody. This would be a joke. This would be a Saturday Night be. Live skit. The fact that there are gender neutral locker room or a gender inclusive locker room. Is this really what America wants? You, know, you want to go into a locker room where there's men and women all in the same locker room showering I, and cleaning up? I mean, our kids are young adults when they go off to college, you know, and we have to accept that as much as we don't want to sometimes. But uh, I don't want my daughter going to a gender neutral locker room. You know, I don't care if she's 38 years old. You know, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't. Here's what they said Not only will the locker room offer private changing rooms, showers, and lockers, why? Then why, why is it gender why, neutral? Why, why do you need private? You don't need yeah. private locker rooms and private. Is it that on its own being discriminatory? It, it's kind of private anyway when you have girls and boy locker rooms. Yeah, so now that's they're going to make it gender neutral, but yet they're it'll be it, private. Exactly. It's so insane. it's gender neutral, however, it's still private. We still recognize that there's differences. Is that what you're trying to tell us? Well, so do they go build, through the same door? That make it gender neutral? So you're trying to tell us that this general gender inclusivity and gender neutral locker room is so critical that when we get in there, you separate us by private showers and private. Ba- so you're calling it gender neutral just to to uh, yeah satisfy the nut jobs, right? She, they go on to say it's a critical step forward in reducing the barriers to wellness. Barriers to wellness. We are sick before this. Now we go into gender. So we we're get not, chaos. We're not well until we are gender neutral and can walk around naked in front of the opposite sex. Is that what they're saying? The then critical we'll be, step we'll be well. A critical step forward in reducing the barriers to wellness for often marginalized students and campus communities. So there's someone walking around who's marginalized. Someone. I mean, there's maybe two, but someone is walking around marginalized at Berkeley. Could just be one. This is preposterous. Do you know the insanity this has produced? This is, in other words, this is the breakdown of civilization, folks. It's California, the, though, you know, but no. it's coming this way. University of Virginia, all gender bathroom. You don't well, think that's, that's true. Na- you I'm saying it's coming this way. You don't think there's next is the all the locker, locker room in California, a bathroom in Virginia. It's just, it's coming this way. Berkeley says this locker room project not only symbolically affirms our campus values. It shows that we have two point <laughs> seven million dollars to waste. Campus values. So, campus values. Two point seven million dollars for imagine, a gender neutral <laughs> locker room, which is how you say not gender neutral. You imagine that being a campus value. That's here's no campus here's the values, values of our campus. We'd like you to send our kids here. We don't believe that there ought to be men's locker rooms and women's locker rooms. That's a value of ours. 
Of course, some people would call that pure insanity and chaos and civilization, but you call it a value. That's interesting. How far have we come? Um, they call it affirms our campus values of inclusivity and access for all, but it provides a tangible service for students who are currently being underserved. Let's raise the tuition so we can cover the $2.7 million for this locker room. Actually, this interesting thing about that is this was a student self-imposed semester fee. They paid of this $154 on dollars each, each student. Each semester. Each semester. $308 a year. Enrollment of 27,000 students. So a small group of students decided that the rest were going to all pay $154. Exactly right. The president did. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Now, I wonder here, if he got the crab beat out. By yeah, the here's, talk about wellness. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the quote here from, the, from Berkeley is, in providing a safe and inclusive changing space, the um, changing space, this inclusive place is adapting to better serve the wellness of all members in our campus community. Now, again, this is a parody if it weren't real. There shouldn't uh, – how many women – and men, for that matter, are going to use an all-gender locker room or an all-gender bathroom on the campus of University of Virginia's Darden School of Business. This is insanity, folks. This is what you got. The left has given this, not by rule of law, but by forcing you through social media that you're some kind of bigot, you're some kind of hateful person if you believe women should be in women's locker rooms and men in men's locker rooms. Welcome to 2017, because it was chaos before then, right? Four, five, How four, did we live? How did we survive? 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. If political talk radio makes you sick, throw up with the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Anthony Weiner is a disgusting human being. He is He's a in the uh, news today. pedophilia. He is sexting uh, 15-year-old kids. Um, he's transferring obscene material to minors. He has apologized to the 15-year-old. He says he has a sickness, and he has no excuse for it. However, who are we to judge? What is wrong with what he did? Can someone tell me what's wrong with what some Anthony Weiner did? It's his decision. Who are we to judge this? I mean, why not allow him and a 15-year-old girl to do whatever they want? We're in a culture today that can't even recognize men's restrooms from women's. We're in a culture today that can't tell right from wrong in any way. How dare we as a culture tell Anthony Weiner he's a dirtbag? The left, you have to be in a, in a tough position because you can't look at anyone and say, that's wrong. You can't look at anyone and say, no, you're not a woman, you're a man. You can't do that. How can you judge Anthony Weiner? You Democrats, you must be in a tough position here. Because you have to acknowledge that what Anthony Weiner did is just his decision. Anthony Weiner, let us do it, the Lee brothers. He's a dirtbag. What he did is wrong. And many of the things, just because society says it's okay, are still wrong. We're not afraid to call a spade a spade. All right, coming up. Uh, more chaos. Telling women not to drink during pregnancy is now sexist. This is unbelievable, what's happening in our culture. And the Democrats are in a big of a fight for the nominee. Check us out, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers' great videos of the day. It is 5.30 in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. 
You may try all you want, but it's too hard to argue with common sense. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Virginia citizens and American patriots. You know, we've been using that that little saying for 12 years. I mean, when you start thinking about thinking about the uh, how long we've been using that, I mean, some people are actually... Some things don't change. Some things don't change. Um, Virginia citizens and American patriots. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Check us out, 820theanswer. 820theanswer.com. You, you go there, and there's uh, some great videos. One is this dance recital video that I talked about in the first hour. Richard and I were appalled that that was played at a dance recital. Last Man Standing, best clip, the um, UVA video of the all-gender bathroom and Dangerous But Good, a great new company we want you to see, h1ofTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers uh, uh, picture and link there. It takes you right to our page. There is a movement now that uh, not only wants chaos in our restrooms, chaos in our locker rooms, but it's all what liberals have given us in society is disorder. Not order, not civilization, but complete chaos. Now they're, they're being told that telling women not to drink during pregnancy is sexist. No, I, I kid you not. There is a group of women not to drink. We're told the group of women not to drink when pregnant is a sexist statement and causes needless anxiety. Pregnant charities and researchers call for a change to the alarmist official government guidelines and they're saying these guidelines end up stigmatizing women, excluding them from society. Now, forget every government regulation you've seen, every government idea that suggests otherwise. You know who understands this better than any government or any liberal pregnancy, whatever they're talking about, is women. Women who are carrying babies know that they must eat good and take care of their bodies for the sake of their baby. This is not sexist. This isn't mean. This isn't some man saying you're stigmatized if you drink. This is common sense. There's something wrong in our culture today that you can no longer use the bathrooms that we've been using forever, that we have gender-free locker rooms, that now if a woman is to drink it is called, or not drink during pregnancy, that is now a sexist statement. These ideas aren't given to you by conservatives. They don't come to you through the Republican Party. They come to you from a very small group of elite leftist liberals who believe they know better than you and want to force you into this box by bullying you to think that you're somehow somehow sexist. No man needs to tell a woman not to drink when she's pregnant. No government agency needs to say to a woman, you don't need to drink. If a man does tell a woman not to drink when she's pregnant, it's certainly not a sexist <laughs> exactly. statement. It's common sense, and, and obviously the woman has zero. She has none. Right. If she's drinking while pregnant, she has no common sense or could care less about the baby's health. I'm a little surprised that leftists are even worried about pregnancy. I thought they stopped that before it even happened. I mean, what are you talking about, a baby and, and going the term? That's a Once crazy Once in a while, idea. one gets through. One gets through, and then what do you do? Oh, no. I mean... Didn't we have that you drink. funded? Doesn't Obama care? you drink. That's what you do. You drink. When you finally realize you're carrying your baby to term, then you start drinking. That's sad. It is really sad. 
You know, liberals are funny. They, they, they want it both ways. If we're going to allow the baby to come to, to full term, then you can't tell me not to drink because if you do, it's sexist. Here's another crazy example of what's happening in our college campuses and other places. The National Science Foundation, which is a federal government agency, has given a professor $200,000 to research microaggressions. Now, I would do it for half. I would save the government $100,000 right now. And I'd like to take a class on becoming a microaggressor. Now, that's a great idea. We ought to teach you know, it. Microaggressor is like, do you we, talk real soft? Do you walk up and say, hey, hey you're Latino. That's a microaggression, right? We could I mean, be, that's, that's being, a, do you poke them in the eye just no, a little bit? We should be. If I poked you really hard, I'd be a macroaggressor. We, we, should, we could teach the class on microaggressions. You do it real quietly. Real quiet. You pull up someone at a stoplight, and you're, it looks like you're just mouthing at them instead of, so why don't you speak loud enough to hear? Because I'm a microaggressor. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to give you some notes before you send it in? Why, send it in? What do you mean? The faculty committee needs to approve it after they check for microaggressions. <laughs> microaggressions? You mean like midget warriors? <laughs> no, they're objectionable words or phrases. For instance, midget warriors. I know what microaggressions are. <laughs> Do you say that's last man standing with Tim Allen, which is no longer the last man standing? If everyone was a microaggressor, think of how peaceful the world would be. Oh, it would be unbelievable because they're not. He really... said something to me ugly. How do you know? I don't know. He's it's talking about soft. He's a micro. Because the opposite of microaggression would be a major aggression. I'm guessing, and major aggressions are worse because they're actually probably physical contact of that degree. We ought to. We ought maybe to, just yell at him. We ought to want more microaggressions because then there'd be less major aggressions. I would think they'd probably be all kind of level semi-major aggression. Maybe maybe that's why we have so much major aggressions. We're not Through allowing microaggressions rather than a brick. What we should allow microaggressions so we don't have major aggressions. I, I agree. Microaggressions would be good. But this See, is what, that could be fun. It could you be, could I, have a board game. A board game. Microaggressor board game. Now, the... Uh, sits around the room, talks softly to one another. The fact that our national federal government is funding something this ridiculous, Mary Atwater is the professor at University of Georgia who is receiving a check from you and me for $229,000 to study microaggressions. 229061 don't forget the 61 that's very important 61. 61. right i forgot the 61 you know 61 dollars I, I don't know where that came from or why the 61 was added in there's no sense on or how this. they came up with 229,000 to study micro but I, you know we would have done it for half of that i would have done it for the 61 dollars what are you talking about i mean i wouldn't for you, you would, know, if the big yeah, money's out right. there you're, you're don't right. leave it you're on right. the table you're right you're exactly right you're we're microaggressors and we're here to take the money that's right isn't it funny that this stuff exists Come on, Trump, stop this stuff. This is the kind of ridiculous, ridiculous things that every time well, I hear somebody say we're not paying enough in taxes or we got to fund something, there's a story like this. I wonder if they paid somebody for coming up with that term, microaggressors, microaggressions. I wonder who was the first one to say Ever. To say microaggressions. I bet it was a very small person. <laughs> Are you starting something? I'm a microaggressor. The, Girl, uh, what? This is, how they, this is how they describe the grant. This grant can have an impact on the number of African-Americans and Latino faculty members we have in science education. Science education. Really? How does it do that? How would it possibly do that? It just seems ridiculous. Of course, that's just one of the complete chaoses that are happening on college universities. Here's another one. University of Hawaii professor recently claimed that universities should stop hiring white cis men until the problem goes away. 
What problem? White men? Until the white men go away? Yeah, that's the problem. Stop hiring white men until mm-hmm. the white men leave. That's right. That's I'm, I'll, I'll leave. I mean. Math professor wants faculty to consist only of women of color and transsexuals. No men. So you got to become a transsexual to go to that school. Uh, well, this is a Hawaii University of Hawaii professor. I mean, I don't know if that's the position of the University of Hawaii, but it is. Is this guy? Is this guy a guy? Is he a man? Is he a transsexual? Well, he who is, is this guy? I don't professor or it doesn't say professor at. I don't know who this guy is. In recent American Mathematical Society blog post titled "Get Out of the Way," the University of Miami temporary assistant professor Piper Heron argues that white Cisgender males. What does cisgender mean? Some four five four thirteen sixty six. Cisgender. Someone Google it. Cis like S I S. No C I S. These oh. are all things we're learning. Thanks C-I-S. to liberals, we have to learn this new crime investigation services. I they, think. they argue that the white cisgender male should immediately resign from their positions because actual solutions require women of color and trans people. Having white cis women run the world is no kind of a solution, she declares. Denoting or relating to a person whose sense of personal identity and gender corresponds with their birth sex. So normal people. So in other words, you and I are cisgender and we had no idea. We didn't even know. So normality this whole time. We didn't even know. New words that describe us and we didn't even know. How did we function without knowing this word? Cisgender. My cisgender brother. I have no idea. You know, you can replace that with just normality or common sense or the way things ought to be or the way things should be or the way things they really are. We're cisgendered Christians. That's what we are. Is that what it says in there? Are we minorities? I don't know. Um, Interesting. All right. I'm not cisgendered. I reject that label. Why? From what I've read, cisgender is a label that began. It seems, mic- can- it seems a little bit of a microaggression. 454-1366. Your phone call's next. 454-1366. Democrats are in a fight for their nominee. We'll share that with you next. Calling us a cisgendered person is a microaggression. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. Ten minutes. That's it. Ten minutes and a black Sharpie budget crisis solved. The Lee Brothers, problem solvers on 820 WNTW. Friday. Crank it up. Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Phone lines open 454 1366. 454 1366. All right, check. Thanks for uh, checking us out, H20TheAnswer.com, because there you will find the uh, last man standing, our favorite clip from that movie as he's the last man standing. All right, as a race for governor uh, is heating up. We're 30 days before the primaries and the Republicans and the Democrats. The Democrats are fun to watch. Uh, Tom Perriello, um, which some have called him. What, what was... Uh, Perioli. Tom Perioli. Perioli. Yeah, that's Bernie Sanders. He knew him so well that he didn't even say his name right. Um, good friends, by the way. They're Tom Perioli. Yeah, close friends. Yeah, know <laughs> like each other well. Bernie probably walked on stage and said, who are we here for? <laughs> Who's this guy? Perioli. Oh, Perioli. Where are you? Yeah, Perioli. So, you know what's funny about after that is Tom Perioli didn't get up there and correct him. He just said, yep. Yeah. I'm Perioli. I'm Perioli. Tonight, anyway. Uh, tonight. Just for, Tom I'm Perioli. like any other Democrat. That's enough. I can't stand Bernie Sanders. I can be anybody tomorrow. All right, so the race is tightening up, and um, Northam and Perioli, Perioli 
are within uh, two points of each other. Um, 40% of likely Democrat voters support Perioli, and 38% support Northam. Now, uh, one of the uh, supporters, 46-year-old Shantana Sharma, 46 of Sterling, Virginia, said, I like both the guys. I'm torn between the guy with the establishment backing versus the guy with Bernie Sanders backing. Hmm. Not because of the issues, you see. Not because one has another issue than the other, because they're both radical leftists. In the last debate, they argued about the minimum wage. So the governor wants to swoop into the capital of Virginia and dictate wages. You know, it's interesting about that. Uh, Dennis Prager had a video out. Does the minimum wage prevent poverty? We don't like to see anyone living in poverty, but making employers pay their employees a higher minimum wage of more than $10 an hour really won't solve the poverty problem. That's because most people who earn minimum wage don't live in poverty in the first place. They actually live in homes where at least one or two other people work, like a teenager whose parents have jobs, or they are retirees who have savings accounts and Social Security as their main income. In fact, only about 1 in 10 minimum wage workers lives in a household that the government would consider poor. Does it make sense to try to solve the right problem the wrong way? A well-informed public is the best defense against bad public policy. A well-informed public? Well, that takes work. Don't make me... I have to think about this? I mean, it's just... just, Don't make me think. These Democratic candidates are going to inform the public to believe what they want them to believe. Sure. You know, it, it, this demo, this minimum wage thing is something that the Democratic voter can get behind. Oh, with enthusiasm. It's helping so many teenagers, so many high schoolers. Ninety-some percent of the people making minimum wage are teenagers. Yeah, there's no question about that. But, that, but the, listen to what the Democrats argue. They argue that government is this arbiter of fairness, and this is what Perriolo and uh, and Northam are arguing. Who's the biggest leftist? Who's the one that could tax the rich more? Tom Perriolo has a tax the rich policy. So, if you're going to Democrat, you're going to love that. You're going to vote for Tom Perriolo because he's going to hurt the rich more, don't you see? Well, they wouldn't word it like that because the rich have plenty. Those he's filthy gonna, rich. He's going to help How you. Dare them have all that money. So what is, ends up happening is you have. Uh, Inside the Democrat primary on June 3rd, or I'm sorry, June 13th, you're going to have Tom Perriello win this because he's going after the more radical left. Northam doesn't have a tax increase on the wealthy. Darn him. Perriello does. What's wrong with Northam? What, what is mean, wrong with him? Doesn't he know what the Democratic voter wants? And doesn't he know how the rich have plenty of money? and They have too much money. They have to, oh, I'm sorry. They should share that wealth. They should share the wealth. That's the only whatever true happened with that mantra. Share the wealth. Fair thing to do. We so should all be walking around with our hands in someone else's pocket. That's <laughs> which, by the way, is a phenomenal <laughs> visual. We would get to know each a, other really a, well. A, you would be all Democrats at that. There time. would be no strangers. There would be no strangers. And by the way, that's imagine why, an elevator full of people. Or that's why. How all, many pockets could you get your hands into? And that makes depending sense. on how many floors you're going. And to. it truly makes sense. The all gender restroom at that point. I mean, if you have your hand Absolutely. in someone else's pockets, you got to go in the same restroom. Yep. But isn't that what we're told? That the best way to solve any problem is Richard, give me your wallet, and that's the solution, don't you see? Or at least not really, not my not, wallet. not your wallet. <laughs> no, it's a terrible analogy, but yep. I'm taking it to the other side and saying if if you're if you made well, a half wallet, it's a different ballgame. If you made a half a million dollars, then I would go get your wallet, and I'd have that money hidden in a steel, steel can in my backyard, buried. 
but that would mean you're just one of the the the, the greedy, greedy rich. Greedy that, rich. Thank you very much. You know. The the greedy rich. And that's how Perry Hill is going to win this thing. He's going to win it because he's going to tax the rich more. He's going to win it because, you see, he's going to raise the minimum wage. I've been called a lot of things. But greedy's never been one of them. No, in, no, I was agreeing. You've been called a lot of things. Tom yeah. Perioli. I've been called Tom Perioli. 454-1366. The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Their solutions are so powerful that we should consider allowing a co-presidency. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. And that's a wrap on this Friday. But it's no uh, amoeba gnat wrap. Amoeba gnat these gnats have flown in this this place. I was like amoeba gnats. Let me tell you something. Splitting them in half right I, before I, I was gnat free before you got here. I just yeah. went on record. Gnat okay, free. Whatever. They All were right. just hiding in your armpit. <laughs> Check us out. That's not what I meant. They're All amoeba right. gnats. They split in half right before <laughs> your eyes. You got squash two. one and another, another one flies off. All right, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Uh, dangerous but good, awesome company. The last man standing clip, which is uh, nothing short of spectacular. The UVA all-gender bathroom video. It's just it's unbelievable. And, of course, the dance recital. Video that was exposed to the parents who just wanted to watch their kids dance. It unbelievable. Un- unbelievable. But you get indoctrinated from time to time. Happens in our schools. That's all at 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, and the link takes you directly to our page. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful and safe weekend. It's going to be cooler this weekend, so Thank get out goodness. there and enjoy it. And drive safe going home. A lot of accidents out there. And we'll see you next Friday right here on AM820 WNTW. The, the Answer. answer. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States.